The following episode of the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast is presented by Adventurers Out There Travel. We may not be able to pre-book your $45 Disneyland Parade Route pizza, but they do offer free, no-obligation quotes. They find you discounts and concierge-level service. For more information, please visit them on Twitter at AIOT Travel or Becca, B-E-K-K-A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com. Dot com. Dot com. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and Hello Frisco. Sorry, Skipper, I missed it. I... It's, 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 it's yours to use. I, I didn't invent it, so whatever. I don't need to steal it, but it's just so good. I've, I've, I've been missing it. Because it's great. It's, it's Love you. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to the three o'clock parade. This is uh, Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. The lovely lady you hear down here in Florida as well. That is Rhiannon. Hi. And way out in the home where WD 40 was invented in 1953, that's San Diego, California. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. It's because we love lube. We love Keep lube. Nice and lubricated. Yeah. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> but I actually did bring the lube. Damn it. Now I'm going to rejoin the call just so I can hang up twice. <laughs> just, cl- just come back on just so I can hang up again. I love lube. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome. Lots going on this week. But I want to start with something that this got my attention because it's something I've always loved. And all you people... Lube? (laughs) Lube. He loves lube. For everybody who does not live in Florida, or even those who do, um, the new DVD planning video has come out. And you can order that now. So go get that. Those are always my favorite things. Is that something you guys used to always enjoy looking at and watching? Especially back before, like, the internet became... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it, like inundating us with it. Sadly, I did not. Yes. I did not. I confess, I, I, I did do that quite a bit. Oh, I used to watch those things like religiously. Um, I had one that was the yellow one. I want to say it was in the it was early to mid '90s, and I probably watched it was mid, anyway mid '90s, and it's I still have it, and it's just my. Uh, I wish I still had those. I just would throw them away. They're all available online now. Yeah. Well, you know, but I mean, I had no foresight to like keep them and treasure them and watch them decades later because that would have been awesome. Problem is the finding a VCR now. Right. You just said DVD. Oh. Well, that's what's coming out now. But I have them back into the old VHS days. So like, but it's just great. It's the one that it's the one from the mid '90s, and it's back when Beauty and the Beast came out. So it's they did they changed all the lyrics to "Be Our Guest," and it's like Disney World related. It's like. Be our guest, be our guest. Anyways, it's great. So really, they could have just recycled that a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, should have done it again. So, so anyways, get online, go to uh, you know the Disney website and get you your DVD and enjoy it. That's always been one of my favorites. So, I'm disappointed that Skipper didn't because that was a big part of my life, and now I feel like I we have less in common. Oh, it's okay, buddy. Yeah, but we'll, we'll make up for it. Yeah, was when when this was going on? Did you live in Florida? No, this was this was pre Florida. So, how often would you go to Disney at that point? 
Um, not that often. I mean, I went like I would go with my with my family. Like, we probably went maybe once every three, four or five years. Which you know, when you think about wow. it, that's only like three or four times, maybe three times. So yeah, <laughs> wasn't that you were like you were an abused child. Oh yeah, no. Well, no, and that's why I was asking I that. Because like uh, for me growing up, even though we lived in Texas, we still had annual passes to Disneyland. Yeah. So I, I I think that's why I didn't watch the video because we you would, were a privileged child. Well, I'm just saying we would go as often as possible. Um, and two yeah, so, sides of the spectrum here. Oh please! One being beaten for his love of Disney, the other just yeah. being fed Disney on a silver platter. <laughs> it was I was so good. I, think, I have like I, but I have like these these few trips that stand out in my mind as like my major memories and i went like i wonder is that when i was really little but i don't remember it but i remember that you know i did like back in the the late 80s we went and we stayed right when caribbean beach was brand new and we have and that was the first one that i had like a full you know my dad had the big vhs video camera so i had all kinds of footage oh that's (laughs) awesome yeah so i had that like that was in uh, hollywood or disney mgm studios was brand new so it was like good footage from there and then we went back again like in 93 and then that was it i want to get in 99 so i guess three big trips but in the meantime i would always love to watch these videos and check out the books and kids today are so spoiled being able to watch all these videos and stuff online and follow along on social media didn't have that shit nope um i think like what i used to do i don't i don't remember getting like the vhs or the DVDs, but I used to wait for the Disney Channel to show some sort of park special. You yes. know, so it was either like the making of Disneyland or the making of Walt Disney World, or really those were the only two things. They would they would just yeah. recycle that video every few years, yeah. and I would get really excited about that, especially if they talked about something oh, new yeah. coming out. Then I would just be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait, Splash Mountain, or I can't wait, Indiana Jones, or yeah, yeah. whatever, so... But yeah, I didn't. I never had the. Uh, I guess it's because we didn't go um, to Walt Disney World. So like those videos to me, you know, like the thought of Walt Disney World, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Walt Disney <laughs> World. <laughs> I remember the one, the best one, of the best was uh, the making of MGM Studios. That was a great one. Ooh, for a park yeah. special. That's still on there. You can find that on YouTube. It's classic. Oh, those YouTubes. On the YouTubes. Um, major update now on the designated Disney dad is uh, doing the oh. uh, the WD, the Walt Disney World attraction and ride tournament. And they're down to the final eight. And I want to see if you guys, if, if your pick is still in there. I am Expedition still Everest, in. you're still in? I'm out. I picked Splash Mountain as my champion. Rhiannon, do you remember what you picked as your champion? I don't. I probably Haunted Mansion, but I don't well, remember. if so, you're in because Expedition Everest, <laughs> Space Mountain, is the is a final eight matchup. Pirates of the Caribbean and Kilimanjaro Safaris, Haunted Mansion and Mine Train, and then Tower of Terror, Big Thunder Mountain. So those all are the those, big eight. Those are the things I would have chosen. So yay me! Yeah, this is when it's going to get definitely. I was a little surprised. That uh, Splash Mountain went out. I was thinking that that was sort of going to... I really thought people were going to pick that as the champion. So 
I am out. So, I am anyway. out on the Mickey and Donald side. Mm. So the Everest... Uh, what, are, what are the ones on that side? It's Everest and what? Uh, Space Mountain. And then okay. it's... Pirates, uh, and, Pirates Kilimanjaro and Kilimanjaro Safari. Safari. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess I'm not totally out. Um, but, well, no, I am. Because the one that I thought was going to... To go to the end. I thought the Jungle Cruise was going to make it all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, I was an upset. Yeah. So when the Jungle Cruise lost to... Was it Space Mountain? Yeah. That's when I was like, damn it. I'm out on that side. But the other half, I am still in um, with Haunted Mansion. So if you're listening to this, vote Haunted Mansion constantly. <laughs> rigged, rigged, rigged. Who's your favorite Lethal Weapon character, by the way? Murtock or rigged? <laughs> oh my gosh! Let's see. Uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Scale of one to ten. How excited are you that they're putting a Splitsville at Disneyland Resort? I've never been to Splitsville, but I'm excited because Disneyland. I mean, I guess Splitsville has. Uh, Sushi, right? Ours yes. does. The one here does, yes. Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited about that because there is no sushi restaurant at Disney. Uh, Disneyland. Oh, I mean, if they take the Florida one and just redo it and put it there, that's a good thing. I mean, that's that's a good thing. It's there's it's a it's an unsung hero of Disney Springs. Well, I think it'll, I'll, I'm interested because. We obviously don't have a Virgin Megastore to rebuild into the way it is. What's there now is a haunted, or not haunted mansion. Sorry, vote haunted mansion. Oh, um, damn it. <laughs> Rigged. Rigged. You got me excited. Uh, what we have is a house of blues. Wait, so, they're replacing haunted mansion with Splitsville? Yeah, right. Breaking news. Wait, what? <laughs> they are replacing Breaking house of blues with Splitsville. So... I think that's where, um, like, I'm interested. Are they going to tear that building down and uh, and put this and or just keep that building and repurpose it? Um, well, I'll tell you this: that one here, like the the lanes, they're 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 in several sections and they're several smaller sections, so it doesn't. They could probably make it work in any type building. It's not like it's one big bowling alley, like you go to the you know Metro Bowl. It's like there's like six lanes here, and then over in this corner, there's another six lanes. So it, you don't have to picture like a bowling alley. Well, House of Blues would be more the way this one's set up, it's smaller than the one that's in downtown Disney in Orlando. Uh, you walk into the little restaurant section, and it's it's tiny, it's just the bar, and then a few tables. Uh, oh, they don't the have bar. like the performance area. Well, they have, um, they do have a concert hall, but it's behind that. So oh. they could really easily put the bowling alleys all like a regular bowling alley, you know, lane to lane um, where the like performance area is. But I think they also said they were planning on having concerts there. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out. But um, I do have some possible inside information about what else would be going. Yeah. This is a three o'clock parade. Three o'clock parade exclusive. Exclusive. Um, when they first announced that the House of Blues was going to close 
the people um, at Tortilla Joe's, which is the uh, restaurant that's directly across from the House of Blues, said that they had already, like, they'd already been told that House of Blues was closing, and it was because a bowling alley and, um, what's the other, uh, the place that took over Mannequins, Mora, Mia, Morimoto. Morimoto. Morimoto was going to go um, in, like, they were going to build Morimoto's in the open spot between Tortilla Joe's and House of Blues, and that there was going to be a bowling alley. And I had never even thought about Splitsville until it came out, and I was like, holy shit, that's the bowling alley they were talking about. <laughs> um, uh, so there's actually, you know, if, if, if what those people heard, and it's been months now, if not a year, um, and it was actually before Morimoto had opened but had been announced at Downtown Disney girl. or at Disney Springs, um, we could be getting one of those on the West Coast also. So, you know, rumor, rumor alert. Man, man, we are on the, the cutting edge of Disneyland and Walt Disney World rumors and, of course, the Canada Disney Store. Oh, the Canada Disney Store. I can't wait. Speaking of breaking news, our crack 3 o'clock parade news team has been out on the streets finding stories for everyone in the community, and they've been doing a bang-up job. And, of course, I'm talking about Colin, who has actually changed his actual Twitter handle, the at thing, to 3 o'clock beat writer. The at thing. <laughs> the at thing. The at thing. Very impressed with that uh, commitment to quality. He's bringing that right for you, everybody. And then, of course, Ellen, who is also on the 3 o'clock parade news team. They were out uh, this weekend finding interviews and bringing you the stories that are vital to hear. So, Skipper DeGritchie, if you don't mind, drop it in. Our first news story from 3 o'clock parade news update. This is Colin and Ellen, crack reporters for 3 o'clock radio, here live at BOMA with Megan. Megan, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. We'd like to talk to Megan today about... Asparagus. Megan, how do you feel about cooking asparagus? Uh, well, personally, it's my favorite vegetable, so it's something I take a lot of pride in making. Um, to make sure you get perfect asparagus, there's two key factors you need to have, all right? First one is you need to make sure that you have very hot water for blanching. And then if you're grilling it, make sure that your grill is hot enough that you get plenty of grill marks on it. Otherwise, you're not going to have asparagus cooked all the way through. Um, if you're not doing it on a grill, but you're doing it in a saute pan, making sure that it's properly seasoned and also hot enough is the only way you're going to get a good sear. And there you have it. And that's why we love Boma and we love Megan. Awesome. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. More later from the Crack News Team at 3 o'clock radio. Perfect. Every good news story should end with laughter. Oh, yeah. I think that's I think what that's Ellen brings. The most factualness we've ever had in this podcast before. Oh, just wait till, till the next news story. And I'm not even kidding. It gets, it gets even is better. It, is it about Brussels sprouts? It's not. It's not about BOMA. But I will say, I'm officially going to make the BOMA breakfast my official favorite breakfast at Walt Disney World. Hands down. I, I, shh, fuck, I can't argue with you. Oh, I, I don't do a lot of breakfast at Walt Disney World, but I've done like the Ohana breakfast, which no, it, in comparison is it, you, there is no comparison. Yeah. No, Boma breakfast is the way to go. 
I'm I'm very jealous that I was not invited to that. <gasps> That's Ooh, not true. Ouch. Not true. You invited said, me the day before. Well, it was last minute. I'm not gonna lie. It was last minute. Well, the whole there was not a lot of there was a lot. <laughs> to make a long story short, it was Fantaxis, and it's the greatest one. Fantaxis. 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 So I, I almost, I was very impressed, and that is the asparagus is fantastic, and that is some great advice on how to make asparagus. She takes pride in that vegetable, and as yeah, just as much as going. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass along to Mark, aka Mr. Rhiannon, because we do a lot of grilling of asparagus in the grill, but we never blanch it first. So maybe you'll have to try that. Yeah. So there very you go. That's no. Yeah, I think it was, it was very informative. Um, now, this next one goes to a more uh, topical news source that we were expecting to hear about. That is express transportation at Walt Disney World. At Animal Kingdom, we ran into uh, the express area. We got a lot of good information. And this is uh, <laughs> much <laughs> – We were. I was actually shocked because I was watching the interview take place. And it's an actually very informative interview. Like Rhiannon, you mentioned on that one, the most factual thing – you're gonna be, you're not, you're gonna be surprised. This was found on this show. So Do we have to rebrand ourselves. We might have to. Oh jeez. Fuck. Colin, if or I mean, uh, Skipper Gritchy, if you wouldn't mind dropping uh, interview two from Colin. This is Colin from Three O'clock Radio, live from Disney's Animal Kingdom Curiosity Tourism Agency of Choice, Harambe Regulation Ten Dot Two Three, which serves as the express bus stop. And we're getting news on the express bus stop. Here with me today, we have Shelby from Shelbyville, Tennessee. Not lost on that. And Tom from Monmouth University, which is in New Jersey, Pennsylvania. New Jersey, Pennsylvania. I was close. Say hi, Tom. How are you? Hello. That was Shelby. Tom was the boy. <laughs> we're asking questions today about the express bus service. So when exactly does the express bus service leave from Animal Kingdom? We're standing... Just to paint a picture for you, we're directly in front of Kilimanjaro Safari's standby entrance, about eight, 180 feet past Dawabar. And what time, let's say we're here right now, and I'm not an Express Pass customer, and I want to go to Magic Kingdom. What do I need to do, Tom? So you can either purchase the, the Express Transportation uh, tickets either at the booth right here or at the guest relations, guest relations front, so, the front so we the can park. buy the ticket right here and it's $15 yes. for today for, per person for today or you can do a $24 per person for seven consecutive seven days. consecutive days even for annual pass holders yes and there's a bus that leaves Animal Kingdom every every half an, it leaves every 10 minutes but then uh, and then for every half an hour for every park so they two buses for the hour for so they stagger the park so at on the hour from Animal Kingdom, it goes to Magic Kingdom, and at the 10 past, it goes to uh, Hollywood Studios, and at the 20 past, it goes to Winner. <laughs> All right, See, he's and good. then just repeat. Now, just as a side note for me personally, how do you guys feel about asparagus? Because earlier we interviewed the um, asparagus cooker at Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge. We're big fans of asparagus here at Three O'clock Radio. Do you enjoy it at all, or? I think it's great. You think? Yeah, it, I would like some I eggs like Benedict. I'm a picky eater. I don't Tom's eat hamburgers. Tom is out. You don't even eat hamburgers? <laughs> I'm a picky eater. That's okay. What do you like, Tom? Pizza, chicken. Dude, who doesn't like pizza? I know. Yeah. Honestly, but not Florida pizza. New Jersey, New York pizza. Oh, Sorry. wait. Look at you. All right. Next week live on Three O'clock Radio. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Shelby. We appreciate you clearing up all. 
of the unclarity of the Express Pass service. We really appreciate it. I love how he says, coming to you next week live. Yeah, I'm not sure what he meant. Like, I get uh, more about burgers or pizza. Maybe he's just going to so keep I, doing it. I think them. more the fact that he recorded this last week and now we're not live. I mean, we're live, but you're not supposed to this live, and that wasn't live. So, no, well, it was actual. live at the time not he was factual. actually recording it. Not <laughs> but, but I, I will did... say, can I? I would like to point out that I actually. Because I don't listen to this show, even as we're recording it. I don't pay attention to any of you. And so this is now news to me. I was actually in Harambe on Sunday, and I saw that booth. And I, I that sign, Curiosity Travels, stood out to me. And I almost tweeted something like, oh, what a funny name. Not realizing that that was the stop to do this express bus. I, I didn't know because I don't pay attention. So that's kind of funny that I can now sit here and say, oh, I know where that is. Yes. Cool. That's what, that's the kind of information that we're bringing live on 3 o'clock parade. So. But not live because... Just go with it. Just go with it. Um, it's recorded live. Or it's recorded in front of a live studio audience. That's right. And then a fan. We have fans. Crickets. We have fans. You're fan in your computer. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Oof. about. That fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Our studio what, audience is crickets and my cats. Yeah. What I found interesting about that was we did learn that you absolutely can buy it in the moment, which Skipper, I think, would be the way that we would do it. <laughs> oh, after, yeah. about, after about six drinks at Dawa Bar, we're like, and somebody says, how about Beer Garden? Yes. Yeah, but, but, again, going back to the fact that I saw this Sunday, not knowing what the fuck it was, it doesn't clearly advertise itself as, hey, you want to go to the Magic Kingdom quickly? Come on over here. It looks like a place to go and get sunscreen or bug spray. Yeah. Which is what it was before. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so. uh, well, but I, uh, I actually but, read some uh, Disney bitter about it today. Is that outrage? Bitter? It's like a. Yeah. Lesser on the scale of outrage. I just okay. that's what I call Disney Twitter now. Some Disney bitter. And uh oh, okay. they what they were upset because even though I guess it, you know it's at the top of the hour or whatever, they ended up waiting more than the thirty minutes uh for it. So even though it was an express to go from one place to the other, the wait for it was what they didn't like. Yeah. I will say my expectations are much higher if I'm paying for something with the word express in it. Mm -hmm, no. mm -hmm. I have a dumb question. So I understand, obviously, that when you pick up one of these express buses, you're picking them up in a backstage location of the park. Are you then delivered to the other backstage location or are you delivered to the front of the park that you're going to? No, backstage, backstage. location. Okay. That's how I you mean, get around not, having to go no. through security again. But so there's no bag check. I mean, I, well, you've I already gone through the bag check. You already went through one, right? So. Correct. They're they're thinking that you've, yeah, you've bypassed that. So okay. you're going right. from a secure area to another secure area. I see. I see. Okay. All right. And uh, that particular one at Animal Kingdom is very. That's a great location because it's deep in the park. Yeah. Right where you'd want it. Epcot is kind of near the front uh, already. It's right next to uh, basically where guest relations is. Mm. It sounds like where it is. So, 
Um, it's like I, I would love to be dropped off right in the middle of uh, World Showcase. That's where you want to be dropped off. That'd be nice. <laughs> but um, anyways, it's more appealing the more when I heard that information that you can – I like that you can buy it right at the moment because um, especially if you're doing three or four days in a row, that is sort of appealing to be able to zip. You know, I do like that idea. Um, if you're going to park hop – especially as somebody that wouldn't necessarily go to a resort. I like going to resort first, whether I am yeah. or I'm not staying, but it's, it, it, I don't think other than all these, all these new things they're trying to throw out as, as new options. This to me is one that actually steps out, jumps out as that's actually very convenient and something that somebody would really enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't hate the concept. I think what sticks out for me is again, if we're going back to comparing this somewhat in a vague sense, to Uber. It's not comparable just because the per-person factor. So it would be one thing if they said $15 right now, one time, for your party. But the fact that it's per-person, when I could, okay, I have to walk all the way to the front of the park, but I can get an Uber for like 10 bucks yeah. for my entire party to get probably in the same amount of time and yeah okay i'll have to go through back check again but i don't know it's like you have to like weigh those factors yeah so i don't know well, it's definitely and it's definitely you're, you're still paying for that that backstage like back you know middle of the park to middle of the park access and i think it definitely makes more sense as the 24 dollars for up to seven days that makes a lot more sense um if you were doing a whole week that would be you know definitely makes it a little bit better so I think that they're just definitely not needed out in your neck of the woods, Skipper. No, no, we're good on that part. Um, You're good there. But I, I think that they're just figuring out a way to cater to people with more disposable income. Mm -hmm. You know, they've. I think they've been doing that for years. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, the $600. No, I'm agreeing with you. The $600 cabana right. isn't for everybody. The cabana's. The bungalows. Yeah. Right. The right. The so I think dinner parties, dessert parties, everything's yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you. They're definitely looking at a way to be like, hey, you know what? Like not everything in, like we built a ton of really inexpensive resorts for Ooh. everybody else. You <laughs> know what would be interesting is if we could find some person who is the model customer of the I have super high income, super high disposable income. I'm looking to spend money at Disney here. So I'm doing my vacation. If that person could then look at this bevy of opportunities in front of them, whether it be the express bus, whether it be bungalows, whether it be cabanas and asking them, which would you choose? Are you just going to take all of them? Cause you're that cool. Or are you going to like pick and choose and which do you um, value higher than the other? I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, it would. And here's here's my overall thought that I've been thinking about the last few weeks as this has been going on, um, and for just over time. I and I, I I think personally that when you're talking when you're marketing Walt Disney World to upper class people across the country, within like Disney Twitter and theme park Twitter, there's all this thing of like, yeah, there's nothing to do at Hollywood Studios or whatever. These kinds of, of issues. But nationwide, Disney World does not have a reputation of having not enough stuff to do. If there's yeah. any reputation that Disney World has across the nation to non-fans, 
it's that it's a hassle. Like crowds, heat, yeah. lines, every single thing that they're adding that I've noticed is some sort of way to avoid the hassle or to make it a little bit less obnoxious if you're you going to pay for it. But right, they're, for these the are all echelon. offerings. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, you think it's going to be annoying to wait for this? Well, guess what? We've got this. And if, you know, and that's where like, I think that's where FastPass came from in general is mm-hmm. get rid of that hassle feeling of like, oh, I'm, I'm here. I don't want to have to wait in these lines. Like, well, we offer FastPass. And what, of course, it's not a perfect system, but when you're trying to sell a vacation, hey, we have this fast pass that makes it so you don't have to wait in line. We're all sold. Right. So that kind of thing. And you know what surprises me is that there's still such a huge number of people who are not staying on property and don't have the knowledge that you can get these fast passes. They yeah. just think, well, we're not staying on property. So we're going to show up on day one of our vacation, walk up to the ticket booth, and we're going to purchase our park tickets. Yep. And they have no knowledge whatsoever that if they had done that in advance online, they could have been purchasing fast passes and getting all this for free as part of their park tickets. And I think that's a really big gap in Disney advertising and marketing. I mean, they, I just, the number of people I run into just at my work, Florida residents who, don't know that this is a free part of the ticket. It's sort of mind boggling. Well, I do. I, I, I get, and I could definitely, but I can relate to that. Like if you're like, if you, if you don't know and you just roll up, you're like, you know what I want to do? I want to go to Paris and I want to visit and see the Mona Lisa, you know, in your head, all the pictures, you just see this picture of a painting. You don't realize that you just like, you got to plan ahead to do this shit. <laughs> you I, can't just like roll stroll in and see the see the Mona Lisa. So I, I just was, think it is your. Yeah, I mean, I I was literally in my office kitchen this morning, and you know, I, I'm known for being the girl who is the Disney freak, and so this guy that I'm not super close with, he's like, yeah, hey, so um, is the Magic Kingdom open on Christmas? And I'm like, yeah, but you don't want to go there. He's like, oh, well, why? <laughs> I explained to him. He's like, well, you know, I, I was just thinking, like, I uh, heard of this, this restaurant, this, like, Albert something. I'm like, Victoria and Albert? He's like, yeah. I want to do that for, like, Christmas dinner. I think we're just, like, going to go do that. I'm like, it's Victoria and Albert's for Christmas dinner? Are you high? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you need a reservation. He's like, oh, you do? <laughs> I have breaking news. Another victim of 2016. What happened? Alan Thicke passed away at the age 69 just a little while ago. Alan Thicke? The father from Growing Pains. But okay. Really? It's just breaking news. It just happened right now. It's busting up all over the place right now on Twitter. And it ties in because... ABC, Growing Pains. Either way, just thought I'd let everybody know yeah, that it's... 2016 keeps taken from us. Definitely uh, a fan, and I would never have, never have, uh, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, right. Man. Fuck 2016. That's terrible. We'll have to come up with some sort of, we might have to do the, uh, is there a growing, I'm trying to remember the Growing Pains theme song. Oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to hear it? Camera. Would you like to hear it while we're at it? No, I'm good. 
um, all right. Well, back that's to your regularly, uh, scheduled show. Scheduled, uh, scheduled show, yeah. But um, to go with what Rianne was saying, agreed. There's a lot of, and I I do think that's sort of something that's good, that's going on is trying to get rid of the hassle. But I guess you're right. Some people don't even know it's a hassle. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Skipper Grichy, you excited? Alcoholic Dole Whip coming to Disneyland Resort. Of course I'm excited. Let's have it now. Can't wait. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you, I'm not familiar with this place, but apparently it is at the Coffee House at Disneyland Hotel. Oh, that is weird that they would put it at the Coffee House and not, you know, Trader Sam's or the restaurant connected to Trader Sam's. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's actually the Coffee House is right next to Goofy's Kitchen, which is kind of Disneyland's version of Chef Mickey's. Um, and before there was a Starbucks or anything else on property, the coffee house is where you went for coffee. Nice. Yeah. It's a nice addition. Who'd have thunk? Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Big I think it's a weird place because literally that's across the pool from Trader Sam's. Huh. And Tangora, Interesting. Tangora Terrace. Do they have, do they have a terrace too? Like a Tiki Terrace kind of thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Trader Sam's has an outside and they have a... Yeah. Um, you know they have the guys. No, that sit Goofy's out there. Kitchen. I think he's asking. Oh, Goofy's no, I'm at kitchen. no, I'm at I'm at Trader Sam's. Like they have an outdoor oh, okay. patio. Well, I was, okay, sorry. I it's was okay. picturing Goofy's Kitchen. Like there should be an outside window wow. to pick up your Dole Whip. Yeah, right. That's pretty cool. I just think it's in a weird place. Like I'm surprised they didn't put it closer to, you know, the other yeah. tropical mm-hmm. great place. Other breaking news there. You're going to get the uh, book, The Final Opportunity to Ride Tower of Terror. The final day of Tower of Terror, they're like doing a part after hours party. And you can be like the last people to ride Tower of Terror. Very last group. That's sad. I'm not really sad. Well, you're heartless. No. Like if they were closing all the Towers of Terror, then I would be like, no. But it was inferior to the one in Florida, so, you know, I'll ride the actual Tower of Terror in yeah, March. Yeah, but you're... And you're I'll have something new and few, different here. But not everyone gets to go to Disney World as often as you do. Right? So if Disneyland is their only park, and they love that ride, sucks well, to be them. Sucks to be them. Yep. I, I, I honestly think that, you know, the... I'm not. I'm not saying that it's going to be good. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. But I'm going to give it a chance before I say anything. Right. And you know, there's... I don't think. I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll be fun. And maybe I'm just biased because I'm not into the whole Marvel universe. But I just, yeah, the whole theming of it doesn't grab me as much as the Tower yeah. of Terror. But yeah, whatever. I, I think this will be a fun ride. I think. I think Tower of Terror is like the whole Twilight Zone theme is great. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like, having two different rides as options yeah. is good. It's just, like, like if, uh, you know, Test Track in Florida is essentially the same track as uh, Radiator Springs Racers, um, Ooh. even though you get two different experiences out of it. I just so. had a deep thought. Ooh. So, going back to the theme of all of these perks that Disney seems to be adding in as options, 
seem to be catering to the upper echelon, the people who have more disposable income than others. Do you think that they are purposefully making the parks disparate so that they are catering to these people who have more income and therefore can get them to go to both parks? Because if they made the parks too similar, then they would just continue to go to one and now they have to go to both? Yeah, that's what I've been saying the whole time. The same but oh, different. Shut up. No, I just told you I don't pay attention to I do not you, think so that's what fine. they're doing. I think I do it is. Think I think making the parks the same but different makes you, you know, for people, especially if you're a Disney fan, it gives you a reason to go to the different parks and not just go to Disney World and not just go to Disneyland. Oh, I agree that's what happens if they are different. I don't agree that's what's happening. I think they are making them different, separate, but the same. Like, I, I don't, I think this is just an isolated incident. I don't think. So you just said I don't, backwards of what I said. It's not the same, but different. It's different, but the same. <laughs> right. I said you the opposite. It's, it's, it's different, but the same. It's a different, right. it's different, but the same. I don't, I don't think that's intentional. The plan is to be like, let's make them different. I think the plan has been over. The, I don't mm-hmm. think there's been a shift because the shift was, let's start finding a ride we can put at all five destinations. And I think but, that, but maybe that, I hope you're right. I want you to be right so bad. I don't know. I just think the evidence is there in the sense that they seem to all be different. I mean, the fact that they didn't put Dinosaur into Disneyland, they put Indiana Jones. And I don't know. Now they're doing this. And they're, like they, the- they trade off shows. They took out, you know, electrical... Yeah. Main Street Parade and put it in Disneyland. They can't have the same thing at the same time. And well, I, I hope that's it. I I guess I've always had the impression that it felt like they were trying to do rides that would fit in multiple parks. Like, and maybe that maybe that maybe that is over. And I'm and I'm still kind of hung on to like the the the, two, the early two thousands. Um, you know, with the the hundred years of magic or whatever, when they put all the rides from all over the world together. <laughs> maybe that's where <laughs> I'm stuck. But I hope that's correct. I. Because I, I that is I great. Don't know. It, it could beg the question, like why with Disneyland Paris they not just put in the haunted mansion? Why is it, you know, Phantom Manor or whatever it is there? Like, why does that be different? Maybe because they're trying to get you to want to go and visit this different place. It's different, different. Must go visit. Well, yeah. let's hope that's the the plan. Because I agree with that that sentiment. That would be great. I hope that's the case. So yes, I hope I hope it's the case, and let's let's hope for that. Speaking of hoping, I'm hoping Skipper DeGritchy that you can tune in our Canadian store, Canada Canadian Disney store correspondent <laughs> Char. Let me see what Char is up to. Tune in Tokyo. I mean, uh, 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 right, Manitoba or wherever. <laughs> Wherever, wherever that unnamed Disney store in Canada is, let's see if we can find her. (laughs) Hey, Char, it's Christmas time in the city. Oh, hey, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yeah, it's a real winter wonderland up here. Is it a marshmallow world in the winter? Oh, yeah, I I put up the brightest string of lights I've ever seen. I, I... I ran out of Christmas lyrics. Yeah, that's okay. I really don't know how much longer I'd be able to keep that up. <laughs> keep it up. That's what he said. Are you fucking... <sighs> Never mind. 
Anyway, this is Char Normando reporting live from the Disney Store Canada. And boy, oh boy, do we have a Christmas party going on today. Well, that's exciting. So things are going well. Yeah, actually, Philippe may be a blockhead, but he does know how to throw a mean Christmas party. That's good to hear. No crazy elaborate tricks this year? No, not at all. So here is my gift to all of you. Say white mooses. Oh, shit. When I said there was going to be a white moose last week, I totally thought it was a gift exchange, but apparently Philippe hired a group of male strippers to perform at this party. Wait, what did you say? I said male strippers. Well, I guess that was too much of a good thing. Uh, yeah, this is a total... Oh, man. Mary just opened her wallet and started screaming, Woo! Looney, loony coins, y'all! <laughs> Mary said what? I'm quoting here. She just said, Mama is making it rain over here. Looney, loony coins, y'all. Uh, I'm not even sure what, what's going on, but keep reporting. This is great. Oh my god, Skipper, she just climbed on stage, grabbed a dancer, and announced, This Royal Canadian is about to be mounted! Wow. Well, it sounds like you're having fun. This is Char from the Disney Store Canada, which, from what I can tell, is probably going to be on the naughty list this year. Okay, well... Until next week, that was Char and the gang at the Disney Store Canada. You know what they say, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. If you know what I mean. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Wow, so White Moose not being a gift exchange, but instead strippers. strippers. Oh, Rhiannon, I think you would, would you travel to Canada to see some male stripper action? No. Although I hear the female stripper action in Canada is really good. Oh. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think Philippe bothered getting any of the ladies to show up. But I also like mm-hmm. the fact that uh, there were, you know, in Canada the coin are they don't have dollar bills; they have those coins. Ooh, make it hail the loonies. Yeah, so they were they were they were throwing loonies at those mooses. Making it hail. Making it hail. Making it hail. Um, speaking of hail, yes. Who's ready for some Ask Sour Boner? <clears throat> hail, whatever. Ask Sour Boner. Ask Sour Boner now. Mm. Ask Sour Boner. For me. Sour Boner. Ask Sour Boner. For me. Sour Boner for you. And you, and you, and you. Um, this gets longer every time. I know. I actually it disturbs hate the Ask me. Sour Boner song. It's my least favorite. Oh, I Thank love you. <laughs> um, Dean would like to make a comment on one for last week where Dizwire asked if there was comment a policy. sour boner. Yeah, if there was a policy strictly forbidding noisily making love or whoopee in the Tomorrowland cabana tents. And he said, Dean uh, would like to say he's pretty sure the correct answer is you can for an upcharge. Oh, hoo-ah. <laughs> I get Ooga. it. Upcharge. Ooga. Um, Nick Waymania with a very, very good question. His best question of all he, time. He's not going to listen to this show. so He has a great, it, He obviously has listened because he wants to know, when is the book that Drunket Sam seems to be writing during the podcast come oh. out? And what's it called? <laughs> with all the hammering on the typewriter. I've actually oh. been really good not doing that today. I will throw that out. <laughs> I will true. agree. 
I was waiting that. for you to do it so I could just bring the question out of nowhere, but you have not been doing it. Uh. No, I, uh, I actually, yeah. I per- well, after reading that, I was like, and listening to last week, oh, I was like, so man. it was on purpose. No, no, no. It really well, wasn't on purpose. Seriousness. Was it because your microphone stand was on the computer or is no. it because it's built in? No, no, I, it's, I have a separate microphone. It's just super sensitive, so yeah. it hears everything. Oh, wow, uh, so that wasn't it vibrating itself. That was actually the noise of the keyboard. Battery-powered. Okay. Man, yeah, that is a nice microphone. Yeah, so uh, I've, just, I've just not been typing on the computer. I've been doing everything on my iPhone. So D-cell batteries there. Hey-oh. Hi-oh. Rhiannon wants one of those new Star Wars toys. I, yeah. I posted a link to that thing. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I believe Ellen posted that about a week ago. Yeah, she's she found those as well. So I'm not sure where she found it. So oh, I'm sure she found it in her bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I was waiting for you to say it. Um, Carol with a K. Um, Caroline. I think a first timer. Welcome, Carol with a K. And if we've done it before, uh, sorry I didn't notice it, but Carol with a K is here. She'd like to know which Disney cash grab would you pay for. Unlimited fast passes, you have to book in advance, or Disney pre-pass to avoid security, as seller boner. Fast pass. Yeah, I, I guess fast pass. Security's never that bad. Yeah. Especially but, if you uh, don't carry anything. You know, like, if you're not carrying the bag, they let you just walk right through. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even, I mean, I was there this weekend, and it was pretty crowded. Like, not Christmas Day crowded, but it was crowded. And I didn't wait more than three people in line for bag check. So, yeah. They're doing a pretty good job. If anything, what's kind of interesting is like last time I've been to Epcot, the lines have been actually just to still get in the park, even though there's a line for the security. Like somehow the lines to get in the park have even been longer. So maybe. (laughs) So I agree. I don't think the the Disney uh, security is that um, time. uh, Consuming. Consuming, thank you. Um, but I would definitely unlimited fast passes. That'd be great. The question is with that, right now you can only get one of every one at a time. Like if you did that, would they ever make it where you could pay to have if you cause sometimes it'd be nice to ride I might want to ride Expedition Everest three times in a day. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 would be something that would definitely be worth paying for if you were gonna do one or the other. Yeah, I mean just speaking to crowds we were there Sunday and we had fast passes for Everest. We did that. And then we got off. We're like single rider. Let's do it. And we go up to it and they actually now have a, a, a time estimate for the single rider line on Everest. It was like 40 minutes. And we're like, yeah. fuck that. Cause I've stood in that before. And what I've noticed is there are rarely odd number parties. Like I mean, you stand there and there'll be hundreds of people going by two, four, six, Four, six, four, eight. Never one a thing, three or one. One thing I noticed was that so when we actually went through with our fast passes, we were right about to get on the ride, and one of the customers was like, "Hold on a second. And they basically emptied the single rider line. Like they did an entire track yeah. full of the single rider line because it was that full. They had to just yeah. purge it. So at least they do that every once in a while. Yeah. Well, I really think like test track on the other hand is the opposite. Everybody's yeah. got twos and fours. So like it, you a have single to rider, those odd it's, numbers, yeah. yeah, it's in there on time. So it feels like if there's an even number ride, I mean, I, that's what I've noticed. Anytime I've taken single riders, I'm like, if it's a, it doesn't, 
doesn't move because everybody's a uh, even number. It's like you just naturally make that your party as you go in. Oh, um, yeah. Let's see. Another Sarah Grafham. Thank you, Kara with a K, by the way. Sarah Grafham has another upsell event they would like to uh, we'd like to know. Um, which upsell event would you pay for? Jungle Booze Cruise, Carousel of Progressive Apps and Drinks, or Country Bear Saloon? Jungle Booze Cruise. Ooh. No question. I think, yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to go with him. I think Carousel of Progressive Apps and Drinks sounds the most fun. One. It's longer, first of all. You just have a hard-on for that, app, that attraction, so. I do, and I have... I do like a nice progressive app and drink party. I'm telling you. Speaking of that, we have a progressive bar crawl on Saturday. Come on out. Yeah, we do. Drinking at Disney and BYOCB going to have get you a free koozie. Skipper, I'm going to get you a koozie, by the way. Thank you. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Skip. Which color do you want? We got three. What? I don't see color. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are you saying it's all pink? Never mind. It's all the same. As long as it's pink. I'm in. Yeah, people. That's racist. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, We're all the same color on the inside. I was saying, if there's anything, I've never heard of a less racist show than this show. It's not possible. <laughs> I know, right? Love everybody. Yeah, very so much uh, love, so much love. Uh, let's see. It's uh, one word for it. No different country for saloon. That would definitely be. That would actually be my, my second choice. Second choice. I put your choice last. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, this is uh, this is why it's best to travel alone. Good. Oh, that means. that's just, that sounded so sad when I said it that way. And we're agreeing with you. To just to just go away, away by yourself into a corner and don't come back. It's the best. Um, yeah. Scott D would like to know. I like this. If you could sneak any Disney character or an audio animatronic into a universal attraction, <laughs> who would you want to sneak in there and what attraction? <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to think of the one where it would like be the most obnoxious. I want Mickey on everything just to fuck with it. Hey, oh gosh. Like especially any attraction. I, I, I apologize. I have very little experience with universal so I especially don't know which attractions take the automatic pictures that you can purchase later. But any of those attractions that take those automatic pictures, I just want Mickey in all of them. So, like, <laughs> he just, like, sits in every single car. And so every single picture is like, oh, Mickey's in the background. I want Mickey on, a, what, like, the, the Harry Hulk. Potter forbidden or journey. That. Yeah. As it's all like as you're going around you're like watching Harry Potter fight the dragon or fly on the dragon and run around and then and then you like as you switch from screen to screen like there's just a Mickey animatronic yeah. just waving at yeah. you like <laughs> creepily yeah. waving. I want Mickey and everything. Yeah, so and then so like you're on the ride and when it's over you look at your friend and be like did you see was that Did you catch no. the Mickey? Nah, bro. That was just you. Am I crazy or was there like a really creepy Mickey Mouse just waving at us in the middle of that ride? Like 1930s era Mickey Mouse, yeah. <laughs> like in the shadows too, not like... Oh, yeah. In the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a great question, Scott. D. Unless you have somewhere else, something else you'd like to put in there, Skipper? Or you... 
Uh, no, that that works out. I don't. I don't no. even know of a Mickey creepy Mouse Mickey works for animatronic, everyone. but sure. <laughs> Do we have the one from um the that was the uh, Mickey Mouse animatronic that was on uh was cla- the classic one with the uh, Mickey Mouse review? And then you could uh I don't know where he's at right now. Oh yeah, there's a three cap arrow out here. Ooh. Maybe um I don't know. Maybe just. Take all of the ones from It's a Small World and just put those little puppets everywhere. <laughs> so, like, no matter what you're on, you're like, why are those puppets still here? <laughs> why are those dolls following me? Uh, Did I ever tell you about the Mickey in the town I lived in North Carolina? No. So, I lived for three years in North Carolina in this tiny podunk town. We had three stoplights population was 7,000 people. It was all just tobacco fields everywhere. And one of the few stores in town was this, like, I never went in it. I don't even know what it was, but it was, like, a hodgepodge vintage shop. They also advertised themselves as a smoke shop. I guess you could, like, go in, buy an antique, and also buy a pipe. I don't know. But they had this vintage standalone Mickey that they kept on the front porch of the shop on Main Street and it was one of those vintage 50s or 60s Mickeys that like were just super fucking creepy and he just stood there staring at you and it was so creepy that I never wanted to like ever go in the shop or look at it but now that I don't live there anymore I really wish that I had purchased that Mickey I don't want it in my house I just wanted to like I don't know. Put it somewhere to fuck with somebody. Because, man, that thing was creepy. Have you ever seen that picture that people post from time to time? And it's, like, from a movie theater back in, like, 1930. Yeah. And it's, all like, of all the faces oh, my God. have that creepy what? Mickey Mouse mask. It's, yes. like, the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> creepiest yeah. thing ever. Um, so, I'm going to call back to that town and, like, purchase that Mickey. I'm going to put it on your fucking front stoop one day. Ooh. Adventures out there travel. Has a question. Which of these cuisines would you like Walt Disney World to add? We've all of them. Yeah. Good Indian. Yes. Sandwich good sandwich shop or deli. Barbecue or Thai food. Indian. Yeah, the Indian. Oh man, but Thai food's so good too. Well, it's good, but I have enough of that. I don't have enough good Indian. Yeah. I'll tell you where I don't want any of it. I don't want any of it. No more good restaurants at Disney Springs. Oh, let them spread out. I'm but just, this no, I, I know. I'm just, did he say Disney Springs? No, no, no. I'm just adding that as a codicil. I'm, <sighs> I'm so spoiled. I have so many good options. I have to limit them. Oh, no, not limit them. I want them spread out. Whatever. That wasn't even part of the question. That's usually what I'm saying. Spread those things. Spread I'm just, <laughs> just spread, spread those things out. Spread the, I'm talking about restaurants right now. It's just restaurants. That's spread, it. Just spread those things. Open wide. Spread them. I just spread them wide. Some, yeah. I just wish the restaurants were spread eagle all the time. <laughs> um, no, I was your answer. I want everything to smell like curry. Ooh. Um, I and I would like, I'm going to go with, ooh, Thai is good. But I, you know what? I really do want a good barbecue. And I want, and I'm just going to be specific. 
and say, I want it to be permanent at the American Adventure. I'm just going to go with that. That's where I want it. I'm fine with that. And you don't like Flame Tree? I don't. I used to. Yeah. I, I, I'm not as big of a fan as I once was of Flame Tree. I'm not. I needed yeah. to go back again. It's been a long time since I've 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 eaten there. Um, I had less of a good experience a couple times, and I just kind of stopped right. going. Maybe I need we, to. Maybe I'll try it again. We ate there Sunday, and for what it is, yeah, a fast food in a theme park barbecue joint. It's good. What'd you get? My huge. Like I always get the smoked turkey sandwich. Nice. Um, but we also did, you know, some some beans, some onion rings. Uh, Mark got the sampler platter. My friend Sarah oh. got the pulled pork sandwich, half chicken, all that. So, yeah. Excellent. I will definitely try it again. I, I have nothing. I don't have a necessarily negative oh, view of it. I just oh. haven't been rushing. While we're on the topic, I do have a complaint, though. What? I'm not sure if this is a temporary situation. However, um, I'm, gonna, I'm sure you're familiar. You get your food. It's a fast food counter. And then you can go pick your seating area. And once you get to your seating area, then there's a condiment station. So then you can yes. go get your utensils, napkins, and get your barbecue sauces, mild or spicy, and your ketchup and salt and pepper. Well, when we got to our seating area, they had the barbecue pumps. The ketchup pump was not activated, so they had ketchup packets, Ooh. which is a lifetime pet peeve of mine. So I'm hoping it was just a matter of they were out of ketchup for the pump. Temporarily. I'm hoping because no. I actually counted in a little cup that you would normally pump the ketchup into. It took seven packets to fill yeah. the cup. Seven yeah. fucking packets. So you're a, you're a ketchup ah. connoisseur, like, and I am as well. Like, I use a lot of ketchup. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saucy to the max. I sometimes feel like places might be owned or managed by people who are not ketchup people and they just don't get it. And can I just say the ketchup packets they had, they weren't even Heinz. They were not Heinz? Did somebody just run to Wendy's and steal a whole bunch? (laughs) That would be great. They were off-brand ketchup packets. Now, would it change your would it change your opinion, Rhiannon, if they were the those plastic Heinz cups like they have at Chick Fil A? Well, Chick Fil A is a boycotted brand for me, but I do appreciate a bigger packet. Yeah, you he's talking, talking about, about like, like you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. The little white containers that you peel yeah, it yeah. off so you can I, dip. I appreciate a bigger packet. If you know what I'm saying. She's talking oh. about a bigger packet. Yeah, nice. Rhiannon getting in the uh, innuendo game. Yeah. Mm, I like a little innuendo. Hey, Skipper, you're rubbing up. I mean, rubbing off on her. I wish. Let's see. Um, Brian Lamas. I'd like to know. Welcome. Welcome, Brian. I'd like to know what would be the, what, what should be the next hotel to get a theme bar and what should the theme bar be? Love this question. Love this question. Yeah. We always go back to the same place. But I have a new one. So oh. You, I, I have one, another one that I'd like. I was there yes, uh, this over the weekend. I went to Boma, as I said. And I was walking around after Boma. And that's when it hit me. 
it's a very serious African theme at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Very class, you know, it's very classy, um, respectful, and I want to stay respectful. But can we have like a campy safari guy, like from like the you know from like the twenties, that feel of that kind of thing, um, no. almost like like an Adventures Club theme, like a Trader Sam's, but at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, where a guy can go on his photo safari. All, all his all his uh, stories from Photo Safari and things like that. So you want to not with like Jungle Cruise Skipper? Basically, it sounds like that. That's what the Trader Sam's people are supposed to be. Well, then mm. bring it to Animal Kingdom Lodge and let's do it there too. Because I, it would be fantastic to have a light-hearted bar. Like I don't just you know I have nothing against Victoria's Falls Lounge, great uh-huh. lounge, yeah, but a nice theme bar in the African. Uh, Animal Kingdom style would be glorious. I'm going to throw something out. Oh. So we've got the Skimper's Canteen. Skimper? Skimpers? The Skimper's Canteen Skimp. in the Magic Kingdom. What if they did a spin-off of that and called it Skimper's Cantina? And you could even use the same sign and the Skimper's just drew an A. <laughs> and that would be the bar at... The Animal Kingdom Lodge. I love it. I love it. The Skipper's Cantina. Yep. Done. Mm-hmm. Which is what I originally thought it was going to be called anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's what I thought it was. I kept calling it the Skipper's Cantina. I don't know. I guess that's what I thought it was. So uh, I'm with you, Skipper. You have another one, Rhiannon, or are you liking these ideas? I, mean, I love all the ideas. I wish every single resort had a dedicated, beautiful bar because... Yeah, I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge is gorgeous, and they have a bar, as you pointed out, Victoria's Falls. But yeah, you know, it's it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if they had their own little hideaway spot, like Trader Sam's, but in the theming of the lodge, that would be amazing. However, I can say that for pretty much every single resort. So yeah. especially. Um, you know, just this past weekend, most recently, I stayed at Port Orleans Riverside. And while I would have to say Muddy Rivers is probably my favorite pool bar of mm-hmm. any resort, I was disappointed to find that they've changed out their taps and they only have one Ibiza beer on draft now. So they're kind of stepping away from the theming of oh. being in New Orleans, or not New Orleans, but just a Louisiana location. What they replace it with? Well, <clears throat> so, um, I should be really happy and excited that they actually expanded the number of taps they have. Only the drinking at Disney author in me is angry because they expanded the number of taps they have. So instead of having only three taps, being just Ibiza beers, they now have six taps, and one of them is an Ibiza beer, and the others are, um, they have like a you know, Bud Light, and they have a couple of local beers, actually. They have a couple of the Tampa Bay Brewing Company beers. So, you know, whatever, a mix. Um, anyways, we're getting off the point. The point being is that I love River Roost, mostly because that's where you have Bob performs. However, in and of itself, I don't think it really has a theme unto itself being part of the resort. 
And so if there were some kind of, you know, speakeasy type place um, yes. that performed jazz in either Port Orleans or Versailles or French Quarter, that would be so awesome. And yeah. neither resorts have yep. those. So I like the speakeasy idea. I'm in. Yeah, me too. And for the record, the the mirror sign at uh, Riverest, uh, there is no logo behind it, just so you know. We checked again. <laughs> um, Did you check again? Did it fall down again? He tried to check again. Oh, nice. Just in case. Did he really? Did nice. you change it? You tried to. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. What is this? Oh, Sarah Grafham actually disagrees with with you, Rhiannon. Um, she wants to know whatever. What maybe this is what happened to Epcot Lady? Hope we've not. Your she you posted a thing about your Craigslist misconnections about some guy. Yeah. That uh, no, it was a female. Oh, it was a female. Okay. Mm. Um, she wants to know is that what happened to Epcot Lady? Hoping we've not heard the <clears> last from her. Um, so just to inform people who may not know, I tried to start a Walt Disney World misconnections I on Twitter. Thank you. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Thank you. Um, because I, I happened upon this one person um, when we were standing in line waiting for our reservation to be ready at Beer Garden on Saturday. This one woman, and she, <laughs> she was a character. And, but like not crazy, like she was dressed interestingly, um, but she wasn't doing anything weird, like eh, whatever. Um, but Mark's parents raised an eyebrow and I was like, whatever, she's having fun. You know, it's Christmas time at Disney, whatever. And then later I went to go retrieve a couple of beers for Mark and me while he stood in line for Candlelight Processional. And I saw her again. And this time. Strong move, by the way. Thank you. She was lying on the ground. In front of Rose and Crown, in a fetal position, and like no one seemed to be helping her, but no one also seemed to like be like, "Ha ha ha, you're so funny!" Oh my God, it's like the best photo app. Like just people just were ignoring her. Like, but she was. Anyways, I decided to type it up as a a Walt Disney World misconnection. Yeah. Hey girl, what's up? I noticed you. What's going on? She is who gives. Unfortunately, that's when that's what gives the good drink Disney drinkers like us a bad name. <laughs> Unfortunately, right? Like the amateurs that go and pass out. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so I posted this hoping that the hashtag would catch on. WW misconnections. It didn't. I was the only person. But I now have this Ask Sour Boner asking me, is that what happened to you, Epcot lady? And my response is, um, I don't know. I don't care. <clears throat> <laughs> um, uh, you're excited about your uh, Mr. Monkey's excited about the uh, re- hashtag Rhiannon's crew. Yeah. Uh, what was that uh, Bob Jackson that night? So um, question he wanted to know today. And I'll just throw this out to you guys. What was your response he had to get roadside service, and he wanted to know Ooh, if you tip yeah. the AAA guy. And that brought up some interesting conversations. He did. And I've never gotten AAA uh, service before, so I was I was very interested in what everyone had to say. Yeah, I, I heard everything I hate, from five bucks to I, I hate this. I really hate this because I don't consider myself a cheap person. 
aside from not purchasing pineapples for lap of lavas. Um, <laughs> but in those situations, you're not screwing someone else. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, I, 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 that, I guess that's, yeah, that's the difference. I don't consider myself somebody who screws somebody over. Like, I always want to do right by people. Yeah. And yet there are definitely circumstances like this that it's not clear. And so I appreciated his question. And honestly, if I had responded ASAP, I would have told him, no, you don't tip the AAA guy. And yet we had a barrage of responses of people saying, yeah, you do. Yeah. So that was news to me. I was educated. So, okay. And they jumped in on Uber, too. Like, you're supposed to tip yeah. good Uber drivers, which I was, was well, under the impression that was like, well, you really was the whole idea was that we shouldn't do that. Yeah, no, no, I I'm, to maintain I, Uber's Uberness. Yeah, no, I've heard that, and that's that's something I actually have picked up on more recently. Um, because definitely when it that started, that was part of the whole gimmick was take Uber. You don't have to tip the driver. Um, but definitely over the years, it's become you should tip them. Um, and so now it's becoming one of the complaints is that part of the beauty of Uber is that you don't have to have cash, that you pay with your preferred payment yeah. that's already in your app. And so the complaint is now like, okay, you're kind of sort of expected to tip the driver, only you're doing this whole like cash-free system. And so how do you tip them? And there's nothing within the app that allows you to tip them cash-free. You have to have cash. And so yeah. it's sort of stupid. Um, we're getting off topic. But – yeah, so good to know, I guess, tip your AAA person. Um, yep. I actually had an experience. We have a, a car wash guy that comes to the office and will wash your car for you. And I did that a couple months ago, and I didn't, I didn't tip them. I don't know. And so he takes my payment, and he didn't ask for a tip. There was no, like, line on the receipt for a tip. And so I was like, okay, here's your payment. Bye. And then I like asked Mark, should I tip that guy? He's like, yeah. It's like, oh uh, fuck. So I ended up calling the guy and be like, hi, I'm an asshole. I should have tipped you. And he's like, well, I didn't want to ask. I'm like, yeah. Here's my credit card number. So. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, wow. moral of the story is it's I fish. hate this fucking system. Like there should be a fucking yeah. layout somewhere that I tells know. you tip this person, not this person, yeah. that person. You don't want to be in it. You don't want to be an asshole. Well, I like, think so. I don't think there is a you have to tip anybody system, but I think if somebody's offering you a service and you feel that they deserve a little extra, then you throw it their way. And I think somebody that's, you know, even though it's their job and you're paid in AAA, and AAA says you're not, you don't necessarily need to tip. Um, you know, I I can tell you that when okay. I lived in Florida, I had a problem with my car. And I thought it was an electronic problem that I needed to go to uh, get it fixed. And the uh, when I talked to the mechanic, they said, "Oh yeah, but it's probably going to cost like three hundred bucks." And I was totally ready to go, so I called the the I called AAA. The tow truck guy got there. He crawled underneath my car, connected a cable that I didn't know was disconnected, crawled back out, and was just like, "You're good. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Yeah. And okay. And he fixed it, but then when I went to tip him, he was just like, no, you know, like, he literally was like, I get paid so you don't have to tip yeah. me, don't worry about it. And I, you know, I basically told him, like, I was like, look, dude, I was ready to spend 300 bucks. I was like, I feel that yeah. you fixed my car. So I still, I actually gave him $100. Yeah. 
um, yeah. because of you know what he did. You just made him. You were so bad. happy that it wasn't three hundred. Right. I was so happy that it wasn't three hundred that I felt that you know he like to me he earned that money. Yeah. Um, on the opposite side, uh, the car that I have right now, the battery died, and I had to call AAA two weeks ago, and the guy came out. He again said, "I don't need a tip. I'm fine." He said, "Just make sure to get your battery replaced." I said, "I will," and like an asshole, I didn't. So last week, <laughs> last week when the battery died again, I called AAA. They sent the exact same tow company, oh. but not that guy. Uh. And the other guy that came in, um, you know, connected the 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 charger, started the car, and he kept hovering waiting for it Mm. you know and at that point i was kind of like uh your other buddy said you didn't need one and i don't have any cash and i don't know what to do and he was kind of like well where are you gonna go get your battery because maybe they have an atm and i was like yeah and i was like well i'm on my way to work so like i felt bad because i didn't have cash to tip Uh, him but i also felt like asshole yeah i felt like that guy was like pushing for one and didn't deserve it but the other guys that didn't yeah i had Oh, I had this experience. So when I moved here from North Carolina, obviously you tip your movers. No shit. That's a duh statement. So I had moving company and they came, they spent like four hours unloading the truck, moving in, yada, yada. And so I, I had cash on hand, ready to go, ready to tip them. And so I handed it all to, like, the head dude, and I was like, all right, this is for all of you, like, your whole staff, like, thank you. And 20 minutes later, I got this guy banging on my door, and here I am, like, alone, and I'm like, hi, and he's like, didn't you mean to tip me? And I'm like, um, I did. He's like, I didn't get any cash, and I'm like, um, I gave it to your boss and he was driving. He's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, yeah, Whoa. you should go talk to him. And it was like, it was, it was a little sketchy. It was like, yeah, that's wow. maybe, maybe you shouldn't like, you know, intimidate a female who's like by herself and you're like a big dude. And maybe you should go talk to your boss who's obviously a dick because he was going to keep He's your tip. Totally. Yeah. Because I gave him the cash and said, split this up four ways. So, yeah, awesome times. Um, one question, though, with tipping. So if you call in a takeout order and you go and pick up your food, do you tip the person or not? They expect it from what well, I've been like, telling. What are you doing? You're handing me the food. Like, Supposedly, they oh. put it in the bag and like perform it as if they're – like they have, they just, they have to go get the food off the tape, off the like line. In my understanding, typically they have you're, to get the food off the line, put it in the box. You're well, not waiting their, on me so for an side. hour. You're not checking on me. You're I'm not just filling che- my drinks. You're I don't not, think it's like, a full like 18 percent though. You do like yeah. more. Like 10. Well, and not just that. You're not just tipping the person that's serving you. Like most places share it, so the cook that made that food for you. Gets it's part of that up. tip. So I agree. Like, I don't think you have to go full 20%. But usually, like, you know, when I go and pick up a, uh, a to-go order, even though now with, like, Uber Eats and E24, they just deliver that shit. So fuck it. But... Uh, well, you tip the, the delivery boy. So Right. Yeah. You tip the delivery boy. But, yeah, yeah if I walk in to pick up something, I'll usually put down, like, a five or six buck tip just because, you know, they're not really but doing that- anything, but... 
I know that the that's other like, okay. If you go to Publix and order a sub, do you tip the person who made your sub? It's just it's it's the same conversation like with McDonald's. You don't tip McDonald's people, but they do the same thing <gasps> as other. Yeah. Just, this is what I think she meant, Skipper. Not like thing. that you should, but it is. There should be guidelines as to there should be official who does and who doesn't. Oh, I mean, we could, be, I'm sure that there is a like. It needs to be like, I like, like official. Like we want a tipping I'm... etiquette book. Yes. No, but I need to be. But I need it to be. A tipping etiquette book is still just opinion. I mean, it needs to be something that is, you know, like the met, like like the metric system. Like it's it's final. Like everyone knows exactly what it is. I feel like the person who makes my public sub does more work than the person at my pizza joint who hands me the pizza and rings up my bill. So, and yet I don't tip the public sub guy, but I do tip my pizza guy. I think what Skipper's saying is, is they tip out the person who made the pizza. Right. But who is getting the tip for the public sub? Nobody. Nobody but oh! that per- But But the difference is the person that's working at Publix is making more an hour than the people that work in the restaurant. People that work in a restaurant don't the- make minimum wage. Because the restaurant believes that part of their income, the whole comes system from is screwed up. We have to agree on that. Well, and that's what come in other countries. Tipping isn't a thing because restaurants pay a living wage. Yeah. So you pay a little bit more for your food, but that means that you know that the person that's serving you uh, is, you know, able to go home. You, in and this country, live. the way it is, even if they did that, it would still somehow become customary to also tip on top of that. I just it just mm-hmm. seems like that's what like like with Uber, it's not yeah. it just has become even though okay we'll roll it into your fare which is exactly what they did with Uber, you don't have to tip well guess what everyone's now now you're expected to tip and you're an asshole if you don't I I'm, I've never it's tipped. because they can rate you I've never tipped on Uber and every time that I've talked to them I actually will like get in the car and ask them I'm like I'm like how do you guys deal with tipping knowing that most of the people don't carry cash. And they just straight up say, like, we know we're not getting tipped. Like, they're not expecting it. Yeah. Most of the people that I've talked to. Mm. And I well, yeah, I have, I have friends who are Uber drivers. And they're like, yeah, that's how we make our money is, like, on tips. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again. <sighs> so if yeah, you go to Amazon, there are multiple official yeah. etiquette guides well, yeah, to tipping. I don't, what I'm saying is I don't need to. Everyone needs to be on the same page, though. Like, I don't need a well, book. that's what I'm saying. We just all I need, need to. Everyone needs so, just so you know, the book used is yeah. 77 cents. So, yes. if we all can spare yes. a, a buck, don't tip one person. Do we tip? <laughs> don't tip one person, and let's all buy the itty-bitty guide to tipping for 77 yeah. cents, and uh, and then we'll all know. And right. whoever we just wrote want this book, Stacy Crotcher and Carrie Rosman. Fucking genius. Yep. Is. Yep. I like it. Good thinking, Skipper. Um, Brian Dirt Cheap Disney, who apparently we did not answer his question last week. Probably doesn't uh, tip, just with the name. He, he is dirt cheap. So, yep. um, is Russia? If Russia checks, hacked your emails, what's the most outrageous thing they would undercover about your love for Disney? Hmm. I thought we were going a way different direction than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a poly question that will lead you to infuriated. Uh, I know. I was like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, no. I just thought it was going to be like, oh, that secret you divulged one time 10 years ago and still in your outbox. 
Um, what? Do you have anything that, that people would be surprised to know about your Disney uh, fandom or love for Disney? Uh, I think they would just be... I don't know if it would be like a guilty thing, but I think they would look at mine and just be like, God, you spent that much money on what? Mm. Like, you bought crap. You spend money on junk. Yeah. Um, and it's not even like that I spent a lot. It's just that I actually bought stuff that nobody else would buy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me, it would be um, before I really caught on to the whole concept of the fake pins. And how they are everywhere. And so back before I really understood all of that, I think I was definitely part of the problem. So that's my... Trading fake pins? Dirty, yeah, it's my dirty little secret yeah. that's now out there in public. Yeah. Hi. Um, I don't know if mine's a secret or not, because I, I do talk about it. But I think the one thing that um, a lot of people don't... I think that how focused my disney phantom is on disney world <laughs> and not necessarily the disney company i'm definitely a disney world that's what i was raised on as a disney world fan vacations i'm a fan of vacations and my favorite place to vacation is disney world and of course that extends to like disneyland and as well but i mean you know i don't have that like undying love for or need to go see a lot of like the new movies and stuff i don't have that part of me it's definitely i'm very vacation Disney's, you know, the vacation kingdom of the world focused. And that's where I think you'll be a little surprised at my apathy towards like when like I hear Moana's coming out and I really don't care. You know? <laughs> I care so much. I know. I do too. <laughs> I mean, I'll end up seeing it. I'll probably end up watching it with the girls, but I definitely, yeah. And I, but I, I do like it. Like when and they come on and I do like, you know, like Frozen was on the other night and I actually really, I love all the songs from Frozen and stuff. So I don't mean to be like, I'm not like yeah, a bah not like bah humbug, but um, definitely focused on Walt Disney World. Um, Jing, Jengle, bam, Jen with two N's. That's an interesting question. No self-incrimination necessary, but what's the dirtiest or naughtiest thing you've ever heard of people doing in the parks? I think I've Any talked dirty about or this. I think I've, I've actually said it on, on, on air before. Go for it. The old, or I, I talked about a friend of mine that worked in the uh, Jungle Cruise, or not Jungle Cruise, the Jungle Book show that they used to have at uh, Animal Kingdom, mm -hmm. where Finding Nemo is now. And uh, she said she was a tiny little person, and she was friends with somebody that uh, spent a little bit too much time in the Baloo costume. And she yeah. said that the two of them. Like, there was enough room in that costume for both of them to <laughs> have a little bit of fun. And apparently they did. Oh. So. Uh, I don't know of anything outside of, like, the resorts. I've definitely, you know, the resort areas. Nothing. I don't know of any too much that goes on inside the parks. I've heard stories of, like, people that work there that said, uh, like, but I, I don't know anybody personally in those situations. Um, the parks, just everything's rushed so fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I the parks there are cameras everywhere yeah so uh, not too much there but a lot, you know, a lot at the resorts definitely like and that's not necessarily in rooms but like you know quiet areas of the park of the resorts right. so uh, 
Let's see. WDW owner. I love this idea. WW owner wants to know when is a three o'clock parade crew opening up their own bar? Maybe here on hotel row, the best hashtag best of all bars. That would be great though, to open a bar on one of the places there that's within walking distance, maybe of downtown Disney, Disney Springs. So we could be sort of on property and have our own bar. Skipper, would you move down for this? Open the re- reopen the boo. Well, I, I've actually like tried to figure out ways to make that happen. I'm like, how would I be able to reopen the Big Bamboo? But I feel like if I was going to reopen the Big Bamboo, I would want to do it in the original place that it was at. Yeah. Um, but l- hear me out for a second, Skipper. I'm, I'm listening. We <sighs> we just need an investor. There's several hotels on Hotel Plaza Boulevard that seem to go up for sale every once in a while. <laughs> We get the investor, you know, Mrs. D D is in the is in the industry. She, she so knows what's going down. She knows what's going down in the uh, the hotel side of it. We take over the bar downstairs, and I know it's but do it sort of like in the Trader Sam style where we make it an escape from the hotel. I mean, literally make it the, the it just exact copy of the inside of the boo minus the roaches and the dust and the cobwebs. I don't remember roaches, but. I was in the cowboy. That'd be so good. Um, what's the uh, what's the cl- once what's we announced the- it, it would be covered in in memorabilia immediately. Oh, for sure. Delusion. Yes. No. Move on. No. no. Next question. Oh, I thought I thought you no, were I thought you were going to continue talking uh-huh. about. Uh, I think we do it. Last me at Roaches. Yeah, I wanted that would be. That would actually be glorious to do something right there. And I agree the, it would just just off property, but right on property. The Wyndham no. Lake Buena Vista. Does anybody know if the uh, bar called the Outback is still open at that place? No, they changed it. Damn there was it. a restaurant in the middle. Yeah, the one in the middle. Uh, I don't I, To be honest with you, I only remember from a drunken night. And I don't remember if it was a college program drunken night or just some point in my Disney life when I lived there going and somebody said we're going to drink at the Outback and I thought like the fucking steak restaurant like why are we yeah going there? Outback Steakhouse yeah yeah and then uh, and then we got there and I remember having a great time but it's one of those like shady memories yeah so when you when you brought that up like I would be yeah if we, I mean if we were gonna reopen a, a bar on property. That, I remember having fun there. I don't remember. That'd be perfect. Perfect location, too. Oh, Although yeah. it's funny you mentioned that. I remember once I was here um, before I moved, before I lived here and I was on vacation. I was trying to, you know, not, not necessarily trying to be a little frugal. And I had like a $50 gift card to Outback. And I'm like, I know I'm at Disney, but I'm really trying to save a little cash in my pocket. So let's try to find this Outback. So I looked on my, you know, I back, you know looked it up and I'm like, oh, Outback right here on, right on Disney yeah, Boulevard. Right. This is great. <laughs> It was right there. I could walk from downtown from uh, Disney Springs, and I walk over there. I'm like, "This is not Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. Good. <laughs> they are not going to take my gift card." Yeah, I was so confused. I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why are we going there? What are you talking about?" <laughs> what? And I and I was already drunk. Like, it's not even yeah. like, yeah. Right, so you're even like making making even less sense. Yeah, I was like, "What are you? You guys I don't are, even understand. God, why are we? Go- you guys hate you guys for making me go to this place." Okay, next. Dizwire, we only have a couple left. Dizwire would like to know, given the horrific cabinet Trump is ass- assembling, don't worry, Rhiannon, it's going in, in a better direction. Son of a what bitch. criteria do you imagine he would use to pick a secretary of theme parks? 
Um, let's see. I don't know. The head of the KKK. No. Well, I was thinking somebody that definitely really, I'm sure it'd be an oil exec of some sort that would uh, be the secretary of theme parks. Well, I feel oh, it's anybody what? that hates, like anybody that's against it. So if it was like, like if it was somebody that was, you know, if it was, no. if they were going to overlook Disney, then it would probably be somebody like Doom who hates Disney. No, or... no, it has to be not only somebody who hates the concept of fun and awesomeness and creativity, but also somebody who has no experience whatsoever in that realm. So I'm thinking, what was that woman's name in Kentucky who like stood up that she wasn't yeah. going to actually like provide Karen oh, sense. David, Ex- something Davis, right? Yes. I didn't have to finish my sentence. You knew what I meant. Yes. Her. So her. So this woman who like was supposed to be giving out marriage licenses in Kentucky. It was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. That Kim was- Davis. Perfect. There nice you go. job. Kim Davis, Kim Davis is now in charge of theme parks. Kim Davis. There we go. Perfect. There you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, let's see. I like this. Candlelight Ryan. We have to buy last minute gifts. Candlelight Ryan is the flannel Jedi, by the way. He has changed his name a little bit. Um, yeah. You have to buy last minute gifts for your fellow parade host at Magic Kingdom Hess. What are you going to get? <laughs> Not dog food. Not dog food. <laughs> Condoms. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And gum. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get, uh, see, unlike, I like to give gifts that I know are going to be, that are going to be utilized. Well, while Crimson Tide Dan prefers the gag gift of getting Rihanna and (laughs) the uh, the Bud Selects 55 candle. I don't know what you're talking about. Mark loves it. It's great. Who doesn't, who, I mean, who doesn't love a Select 55? He's very sensitive about the whole ordeal and everything that went down with it but I, mark really enjoys the candle so well that's good yeah dan does yeah. love a good joke gift he loves a good joke gift so um that being said there was the disney twitter secret santa that's been going on he was also spearheaded getting jen glass jen the gift and of course in it was uh pop century merchandise because she uh Goes on tirades. What, is, what do you call it, Skipper Dick Ritchie? Uh, bitter? Disney bitter? A little Disney uh, bitter. A little Disney bitter. She goes on that about uh, Pop Century. Not a fan. Uh, well, so, uh, I'll love that Dan. I'm glad we see, all I love that Dan does so that. that. She could uh, <laughs> get something she hates. Ooh, Jelly okay. Let's see. You have to buy. So, anyways, I'm going to get Rhiannon some actual. The Hess has some decent beer usually. Uh, I'm trying to think what they would have. You hate like, I, think, I, would, I know you hate. I think they have some fat tire. You like fat tire, Rian? Yeah, like at a gas station purchase. I mean, if my options are Bud Light, Miller Light, Corona, yeah, I'll take fat tire. Yeah, I'm thinking Corona is typically in there. Um, possibly, anyways, that's what I was thinking. Sierra Nevada, maybe, is usually in there. I would prefer Sierra Nevada to a fat tire, but yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I would um, um, I would start a tradition and get you guys those little toy trucks so that every right. year you knew what you were getting. Aww. Getting and, toy trucks. That's so cute. And I, 
Flannel Jedi may not know this yet, and I'm telling you, one of my kids, it's, they, she's literally like, they're getting like their first ever, like we have our horizons and we have our things that are gone that we used to love about Disney. Like she's starting to get those, and hers is that they're now Speedway, not Hess. Oh, yeah. That's station. a little weird, but uh, I respect it. Yeah. Piggy Bank Adventure was the first one, by the way. And Maelstrom. Those are the two that they've kids nowadays are having to deal with. Maelstrom and uh, the Piggy Bank Adventure at Epcot. Epcot's <laughs> been pretty brutal to uh, everybody, every, like Set kids up. right now. Set so I'll take that toy truck, though. If it, if it was still a Hess, that'd be wonderful. Would, Can I just say for a second? I don't know if I, I'm just late on the party here, but um, there is a Disney Christmas train set that you can buy. Yeah. I, 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 I never had seen it before, and I saw it this weekend, and it's pretty cute. And I kind of looked at it, and, you know, as you do, think, like, all right, what's this going to cost me? And then you look at the price tag, and I was pleasantly surprised that it was, was it? only I'll let you guess what do you think like a Disney train set Christmas themed multiple cars electric mama what do you think um uh, $75 I'm gonna go 65 even though it's probably 100 okay never mind <laughs> 125 <laughs> never mind no tell us no, it was like 150, but oh, I don't okay. know. Well, you said I, only. I, I was excited. Yeah, I was, like, was lowballing it based on the I, fact yeah. that you well, I, led with only. <laughs> what did you expect? Guess, like, what? Like, what was your mindset when you before you looked at the price? When back? I when I looked at the box because it's you know it's it's a it's a large box and it's all like the plastic windows that you can see all the different cars and all the pieces you get, and so. Seeing all that in the large box, I anticipated 200 upwards, and it was like 140. Did you buy it? No, but I don't know. I you just put toys in. I thought it was reasonable. Clearly, it's not because you both think it should have been half that cost. No, I just it's because of the way you positioned it. Like, yeah, yeah. I was going. I was going to be like surprised at how low it was. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh. I guess not. I, but I like I, the fact that you kept that. saying large box. <laughs> Wait, don't you want a small box? I'm just saying I like that you kept saying it. My yeah. preference. But you just want like a small box. I'm going to follow up Rhiannon's small box comment with uh, a comment from Little Disney Fan. Hey! Um, from small box uh-huh. to a Little Disney Fan. Uh, Kristen. Would you, she has no question. She just wants to say hi. Hi. Oh, hello, Kristen. Hello, oh, white fang. <laughs> um, we have a question from Keith Keezus, formerly of the Wait, Disney really? Hipsters podcast. He yeah. he knows who we are. Yeah. yeah. He is a hashtag ass seller boner. He says he, he acknowledges is a- our presence. He is an unemployed. We have we have sung his praises for the uh, several well, times. No so. shit! Like I am probably Keith's biggest fan, and so oh, this well. is a moment for me. Well, then you, maybe you maybe you will like to handle this question then. Okay. He was, he's he he he's leading with I'm unempodcastployed, 
Mm-hmm. Are you guys hiring? Special skills include trip reporting and side conversating with Andrew, and that's it. Hashtag um, Sarbon. Fuck to the yes. I oh. will quit all of you and start a new podcast just with Keith and whomever he wants, whether it's Andrew or nobody or an wow. animatronic. I don't care. The loyalty is just 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 dripping loyalty here. I know. Now we might actually have to call Epcot Lady. Damn it. <laughs> okay, if you do call Epcot Lady, I'm definitely starting a podcast with Keith. <laughs> okay, Keith has recently been um, tweeting lots of possible podcast topics that he would like to dabble in. Um, Maybe he can be a what reporter. What would you like? Yeah, what would you like? Just if you're going to have a Keith and Rhiannon podcast, what specific focus would you like to uh, tackle? Is this a multiple choice or free form question? Uh, free form. Just as, oh. is there any specific type that you because just of said there were style. multiple options? Okay. Well, he just has been tweeting them over the last like ever since they've been announced the breakup of the band. Um, that was a fail, but it's a failed setup is what you call that. Failed. Setup. I don't even know on what your the hell behalf. This happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Keith. Uh, hey Keith, what's up? So if you want to, you know. Go on a side venture here. Get her own show going. Um, I'm good to go for any topic, especially in the snarky industry, um, in the judgmental industry. Um, you know, let's do some deep dives into some topics. Let's, 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 let's like, really. No sexual in the end. That's Skipper Dickerchie's. That's Skipper Dickerchie's no, thing. Like you know, break into some things here. Like you know, get in, get in deep, break it open, break it wide open. All right. Well, there you go, Keith. Uh, We would like we would we do not have a reporter in the Northeast region. Wow. So we'll see. No, he doesn't doesn't (laughs) want to do that. No, that's not. Are you you're speaking for Keezus right now? Right. I am. He does not want to be your little, like, you know, puppet reporter boy. Maybe Why are you he's speaking bigger than Jesus? that? You don't know this. Yeah. No, he's bigger than that. Maybe he. he his own maybe you don't know how, how great we are. Is. You have no idea how big he is. Be honest. <laughs> you don't. Uh, okay. Talking about um, he could be huge. He could be tiny. We don't know. We don't know. Naughty. You're forcing so, um, me to step we'll down. Have, we'll have your people, Rhiannon, get with Kizis' people. And uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Jenny B, JLB Nerdy, would like to know, she just left a party of early 20-year-old girls who hate the original Willy Wonka movie. What? What Disney film do you think is dumb that people hate? I think it's, that you first think it's all, just dumb to hate. First of all... Why were you in that party? Yeah, you got to get out. Just run. Get as far away as you can. Yeah, so she was with people that don't like the original yeah. Willy Wonka? Okay. <clears throat> Makes sense. 
if I were ever in a party of people who didn't like the original Alice, but were all up in Tim Burton's business, but his version, it's it's over. Ah. Seal breaker. Wow. Done. I think it's dumb that people hate Frozen. I think it's a... Like, I'm not an animated movie fan in general. I mean, I like all the classics, but I like Frozen. I don't think it's, I don't get why that's treated differently than That's other cool, groups. Doom. That's cool. Yeah, I don't see why it's treated differently from other animated classics from the Disney company. Yeah, totes. Yeah, why would you think that? Well, I think, I think the difference, though, is that Frozen's not the best animated feature that they've made. I don't even think it's the best of the most recent animated features. So I think the fact that I think when people, they don't like Frozen because of the attention that it's getting, like, you know, just it's everywhere. It was at the parks, all the, you know, and all these rides and it's part of every parade and part of every show. And, you know, whether you need Frozen to be part of it or not, they're put, they, they were putting Frozen in everything. So I think right. that's point I think, skipper. Yeah. I just think, <laughs> I just think that people just got like, man, we're done with this. Point not that off, Drunko. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what are you, the referee? Nah, I, she's a because guy. it's fucking obvious. I was being fucking sarcastic to you, and you were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you agree with me. Oh, no. No, I wasn't well, I knew you were, with you. I knew you were being, so, you were being patronizing. I knew, I'm, I know your patronizing voice by, by now. <laughs> oh, really? It took how many years? I... Let's move on. Dan Rickle. Rickley. Dan Rickley. Okay, Dan Rickley. Welcome, Dan. Dan Rickley. I Is this can't, the same Dan no, that was the no, better Dan no. last week? Time out. I can't. No more Dans. <laughs> was this the same Dan that was better Dan last week already, or is this another Dan? I'm 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 sorry, Dan Rickley. I'm excited to hear this. I like his question though. He's, he might have the best question of the night. Would you rather um play Slap the Bag with Wine Bar George? Whoa. Whoa. That means like the wine bag. You smack the wine bag as you're chugging it. Uh-huh. Is that uh, what that means? Yeah. Would you rather scorpion bowls with Chef Morimoto or crush moonshine with Chef Art Smith? Hashtag. Morimoto. Yeah, he's going with scorpion bowls. Morimoto. He seems like a lot of fun. Which, by the way, do they even have scorpion bowls at Morimoto Asia? I don't think so. Not, yeah, exactly. Uh, so fuck this. I did will say I watched a video today that Wine Bar George had put George? out. George? George had George. put out. And he does sound extremely knowledgeable about wine. And you would learn a lot playing Slap the Bag with Wine Bar George. You would what learn a lot. Fucking Sommelier, like senior level, whatever. I don't, I don't fucking Could I'll you figure out. Drinking like, you know, Reuniti from a bag though? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Real needy on nice. That's nice. Hmm. Uh, let's see. But no, no one wants to crush moonshine with Chef Art Smith. What? No one wants to crush moonshine with Chef Art Smith, though. Not want. Yeah. Well, thanks for the question, Dan Rickley, who you are currently. Uh, is he currently the better Dan, though? It's, no. it's, I feel like that's um, just easy. Like anybody that's not you or the other Dan is probably the better one. No. From you too, Skipper? 
Or you meant in no, her no, eyes. No, I'm just saying that's that seems to be the theme. We're 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 on pause. Okay, we're on pause. Let's just let's assess and regroup and come back together and figure out what's going on. Okay, sounds good. We have the final uh, ass sour boner of the night, and it is the most recent, and it goes along with Skipper Dick Ritchie's breaking news earlier. Jingle, Jingle Bam, Jingle Two Pants, has said, "Alan Thick, no, rest in peace." This mm. ass sour boner goes out to Doctor Jason Seaver. Mm. That let a boner be best friend forever's with his son. And that is how you end an ass sour. <laughs> That's how you end it. Great what? eulogy, Jungle Bam. What what um what happened? Uh, I've not seen no report yet. It just yeah. uh, I didn't click through. Yeah, it just, did you click through? No, it just says suddenly. It's all of these mm. just say he mm. suddenly. So usually, you know, it's like a heart attack, right? Very recently. Oh man. Uh, Does anyone know was he on Dancing with the Stars recently? Because if so, um, Florence Henderson was oh. also recently on Dancing with the Stars. He died. So was Rick Perry, and now he's nominated to be what? Energy Rick Secretary. I know, what, I know what happened. He died of a heart attack while playing hockey with his son. Well, oh, my God. First of all. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Dr. Jason Seaver would do. It, it's very Canadian, isn't it? It is. Very Canadian. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. What? I'm I'm being an asshole. Um, that's horrible. Can I, can I throw a out joke. a I'm little sorry. Uh, Alan Thick trivia? Let's do it. Sure. Because besides, I'm sorry for being an asshole. Nah. Besides being the dad in Growing Pains, is that what it was? Or what yes. Was yes. He also helped write the theme song for Wheel of Fortune and yes. different strokes. I did know that. He used to be interviewed on um, Howard Stern's show quite a bit, and he was always so entertaining. Um, great interview. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, we have never had Alan Thicke here as an interview, so we missed out on that one. <laughs> we missed out on interviewing Alan Thicke. Yeah. Well, yep. But Rihanna sorry. would like to interview Keezus. Maybe that would make up for it. I would. Yes. I would. Maybe we'll interview Keezus about the breakup of the band. Maybe we'll see if we can do that for you, Ryan. I would like to interview Kesus on his opinions upon Kanye hanging out with Trump. Yeah. It's going to be that kind of a podcast, huh? Oh, um, yeah. Let's see. That brings us to the end of Ask Sour Boner. Any final thoughts in the uh, the wake of this new news? Well, you fuck it all up, man. I bring it down because, like, I had some thoughts, but now it's like, oh, I can't. Say that my is now closed. No, we've closed that. Jungle oh. Bam had the best eulogy, so that will be done. All right. Now, okay. any final thoughts on something else other than that? Uh, day off tomorrow um, is Rogue One. Oh, Skip to Gritchy. Yes. Wait, what? Tomorrow? Day after tomorrow. Day after. Oh, I said they said day off tomorrow. And no, day saying, after oh, tomorrow. Okay. After I was saying, because it's Thursday, and it's yeah. getting amazing reviews. Mm-hmm. One of them says Rogue I'd One say. is the best Star Wars movie made since 1980. They wow. are saying it is just as good as The Empire Strikes Back. I love the visuals of stormtroopers on the beach. Yeah, never been seen before. 
I don't even know what's going on. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. I will be seeing it uh, like a few days after. I'm not exactly sure when, but uh, I'm going to try to see it as soon as I can without uh, breaking down the doors on opening day. Um, Rhiannon? Opening day. Um, Well, do you want to talk about the pub crawl or that award we won or that shower that's being thrown for ornaments? I will talk about the shower. So mm-hmm. it doesn't sound as self-promoting for you. No, <laughs> Rhiannon, uh, our friend Amanda, 999 Happy Hops on Twitter, um, would, is throwing together. She's being the maid of honor for Rhiannon's uh, ornament shower. If you have not heard, we never talked about it on the parade, I don't believe, but um, her tree fell and she has a lifetime. Three times. Three times. Well, yeah, it fell once and it crushed like a dozen classic ornaments from her whole lifetime of, of fun ornament collecting. And then it fell again and again. And basically, would you say almost all of your precious ornaments have been destroyed? Um, without exaggeration, every single ornament I care about has been either slightly damaged or completely destroyed. So yeah. what um, Amanda would like to uh, – is trying to organize is a shower of ornaments for Rhiannon. So if you are interested in participating, go to 999 Happy Hops on Twitter, and she has information on how to participate in that shower where you can send um, a cool ornament to Rhiannon to help save – Christmas forever. And the backstory is I I feel slightly uncomfortable asking for anything. Like it feels weird to just uh, whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm a weird person accepting gifts is But in your defense but, and I will I'll come to your defense here. You mean you don't want gen- generic target Ornaments. No, but but the point but, is to what, get unique ornaments, right? Yes, yes. But what, what I'm, I'm getting at is that what what made me feel better about this whole situation is that um, it was brought to my attention. It was like, oh, it's like you know, like you weren't asking for this. Amanda had this idea, just like if it were your wedding, it was you know somebody else throwing your wedding shower, and I'm like, oh. Exactly. Because I'm not having a wedding. I'm not having a baby. So I'm never going to have a baby shower. I'm never going to have a wedding shower. So this is my ornament shower. So, so this is the guilt trip you're giving everyone? Well, no. no so now you're making it weird. <laughs> now you're ruining it. But like, no, no. no, but like seriously, like, you know, as a, as a female, if you don't have a baby, you don't get married. Like you don't get to go through these parties of like people sharing you with gifts. And here was this like traumatic experience times three with my fucking demonic tree falling over and killing 30 years plus worth of memories. And so, yeah, it's just nice that my friend is yes. reaching out to try and help and rebuild that. So it's my ultimate shower. Wonderful idea. So go to, again, 999 Happy Hops for more information. 
And then again, as Rhiannon, we mentioned earlier, come to the bar crawl, BYOCB and uh, us uh, this Saturday, starting at the area just outside Miser's because Miser's is closed. Be, there's a there's a lounge area. Skipper, you know the area well. That's where we hung out uh, last time we were there. Yeah, this is great. Yep, and uh, we will get drinks from the. I believe we will try to congregate there so we do not completely overrun the Citrico's Bar. So we will coordinate over there, and then you know kind of slide over to the Citrico's Bar, um, and and move on from there. So uh, go to the Facebook page, Drunk at Disney, Drinking at Disney, and uh, information is there. And Rhiannon, if you want, if you want to touch on the last thing you said, yeah, sure. Um, so we were so humbly honored to be bestowed with the gift of the 2016 Book of the Year yes. award. Oh, that's cool! I didn't see that. Yeah, yes. ImagineNerding.com. Uh, George. Charming. Yeah. Uh, he re- he like does a lot of books reviews and film reviews and and uh, actually chose uh, drinking at Disney as the 2016 I, I don't know what book of the year. Oh nice! There were no bribes. I don't care if there was bribes involved. I don't care. Well, what, not what, rigged. rigged. Not rigged. rigged. Not rigged. <laughs> no. Not rigged. If there was a bribe, it didn't come from me. So it didn't come from me. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. So imagine arting. Yeah. So. Um, I'm as shocked as anybody. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. So uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, to Imagine Nerding. And let's see. Did you decide, Skipper DeGritchie, you going to Disneyland at all with the fam? Uh, it's up to my mom. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. I wish I could say yes. I'm excited for you, buddy. I hope it, uh, I'm yeah, pulling for you. Yeah, me too. Pulling for you. It's, uh, it's um, candy cane season, so I hope everybody out there trying to get candy canes is working woo-hoo. out for them. My final thought, final, final thought is I was, uh, it appears as if I'll be going to New Year's Eve at Epcot. Oh, God. For the first time in my life. And I'm looking for any kind of logistics help for afterwards. If anybody has any tips. Uh, it's called Don't Go. Yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really great. looking forward to it. Are you really going to be there all the way through midnight? Oh. Yes. I'm not planning on getting there till later. But um, yeah, the plan Ooh. is to stay till midnight. Yes. How late are you planning on getting there? Well, we got reser- we have reservations for dinner, so you can get guaranteed admission. So we can go maybe like five or something. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't know uh, that they guaranteed your reservation. I, I didn't think that dinner guaranteed that you'd get inside. That's cool. Yeah. And apparently, the last couple of years, it has not actually ever phase closed for New, New Year's Eve. Oh, it just Recently. gets busy. Like people. <laughs> that doesn't sound yeah. like. So we're, but that's what the, the thing is. We have a dinner reservation, so we can relax and chill out. So it's just something to, you know. I'm looking forward to checking it out. So, yeah, but you know, I would like, like some least, logistics. Like, nothing's gonna die, so that's gonna be good. Yeah, the, I would no, like some. The fireworks are great, but it's yeah, oh, that's what I've heard. It's, yeah, it's the best. Fireworks. That's that's the hard part. At least when I was there for New Year's, was just like everybody knows, and and at that end of the day, everybody's going to watch fireworks. So. It's not like a normal day where people start leaving because the fireworks are going to start. Yeah, you know, there were people putting up blankets, just hanging yeah. out for hours. So, yeah, we definitely won't my, be doing that. That's not my style. Yeah, my call out is, you know, you might need to find a place uh, that you can drink and watch fireworks and just hang yeah. out there. 
Yeah, that's exactly what I love. I'm not going to be fireworks there every night. Yeah, not like this. No. Yeah, I'm excited. They're awesome. But so, yes. So it's happening. So I would like, if you have any logistics, please tweet me. If you have any logistics support. Logistics are don't go. Go somewhere. (laughs) Your advice is completely unhelpful. Uh Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It's completely Mm -hmm. useless. So Mm -hmm. that will be my final thought. Um, The final float. Will be Alan Thick. Show me that smile again. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're nowhere near the end. The best is ready to begin. Oh, as long as we got each other, we got the world spinning right in our hands, baby. You and me. Lot of kids would get smacked for a remark like that. Oh, come on, Dad, you can't hit me. You're a liberal humanist. Could be an accident. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs>